Rugrats out there. Welcome back to another episode of Now What Shall We Talk About? Uh, this week I talked to a new friend of mine, <clears throat> Mr. Doug Douglas Gasick. I don't know if he goes by Douglas. I doubt it. He looks like a Doug. He's a Doug. Um, he's a businessman, man about town. Um, he kind of seems to have his finger in everything. Um, and uh, he's actually the landlord in our office space we rent in downtown Medford. And he owns quite a few buildings, and I just kind of wanted to talk to him because he seemed like a pretty interesting guy. Lived in Alaska for a while, um, lived in Minneapolis for a while, back in Medford. Um, just kind of a, an interesting guy. So uh, I was happy to get him on the show. He was excited to come on the show, um, and he's thinking about doing some sort of a space um, in in town here where you can basically, like, if you need a project done, whether it's audio or video, or you have an idea for a podcast, or you just need to record like an ad, just a basically like a blank canvas studio space where people can either, if they want an ongoing thing, it's a monthly fee or like a one-time fee. So basically like a, I don't even know what you'd call it, like a timeshare, but uh, like with a podcast and video studio, which is actually a really cool idea. So he had messaged me and uh, just asked if he could pick my brain on equipment and whatever because I had done months of research before starting mine and mine is not the best. Uh, but I know kind of if you want to do this, go this way. If you're looking for this, go this way and kind of give him an idea of what stuff costed. Cost, costs, costed, whatever. Um, but he accosted me uh, in a nice way um, to, to pick my brain on that stuff. And I said, hey, since you're coming in, why don't we uh, just record our chat? So we ended up talking about the podcast stuff before we recorded, and then we just stayed here and recorded. Um, but interesting guy, funny guy. Um, I like him a lot. And uh, yeah, just enjoy the show. I'm going to skip all the stuff on how to get a hold of me because nobody does it anyway. Come on, guys. Really something other than Chad. Chad repping Charter. Oh, repping Spectrum from Marshfield. What up? Um, yeah, nobody messages, so tell with it. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> sit back and enjoy the show. Me and Doug Gassick. Okay, doodle. I hope so. Because it's a Friday. I'm losing three days if she doesn't do anything with it. Yeah. You know, Kate, she actually responded to me when I sent them in to her. She did yesterday when I sent the documents, but not when I sent the pictures back oh, okay. in there. She did for both. Because I know well, I got a response when Billy sent it, and then I sent the photos. Aren't you just... And oh, then she, Well, I'm just saying, like, because maybe... Maybe I mean, she's ignoring I, me. almost doesn't pay at this time. But on Monday, if you don't hear anything, I'd be like, hey, could you just tell me that you got them? Maybe she hates me. <laughs> yeah. Well, she was... Oh, God. Um, she had sent... Like I said, when I did the documents, she said, yep, got them. Blah, blah. And then, um, also had sent the, uh, the email back saying, can you get some pictures? So I said, yep, and sent those off right away, but I never got a response from her saying, we got any pictures? The picture thing is so weird. To and me. I think she might just be doing that because you had a similar situation. Well, she did it to Luke, too, because Luke did it for the brewery the other day. Really? Yeah, and... 
and and when I keep, I keep talking. We, yeah, we've talked to her about stuff because um, they have different. Northwest Planning has different like funding opportunities oh, and stuff. So we we had touched base with them months ago. So we had had a conversation with her. But so she knew that he wasn't in his Main Street location. But he's the, like the lady who like is Kate. above and beyond. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so she had asked for pictures, but he's like, "Well, I've been out at this spot for, you know, nearly, nearly seven months operating, trying to get yeah. recipes down. So yeah, I can send pictures because I'm renting a spot. It's all set up. What do you? Oh, ridiculous. I he's like, I would have rather had it for when he moves into the new place. Oh yes. But, but money, money is money. <laughs> well, to me. I can understand doing due diligence. All right. Come on. Do you mind putting headphones on? Nope. Is it going to mess your hair up? No, it's so... Okay. I'm very worried about it. <laughs> and then microphone in. Yep. Just to wherever. It picks up pretty well. It no does. matter where you're at. Can you hear yourself? Um, A little bit, yeah. Good, bad, no, it's or otherwise? Fine. I'm good with that. Maybe I'm turned up too far. I sound really loud. Okay. So, my main question is, how... Because I've been recording since you sat down. Just okay. <laughs> catching. Because I'll usually fade in, and then it's just a rolling start. But how... So, what do you guys... The Medford Properties... What... How did you get into that? Because I'm, I'm finding that I sell real estate, even though I rent. And some people are like, well, shouldn't you... Like, own if you're going to sell real estate? And I'm like, do you need to have a brain hemorrhage to be a brain surgeon? Like, do you have to have surgery to <laughs> right. do surgery? On, no, that doesn't make any sense. But I'm finding that I should get into real estate because everyone I know that I don't want to say is well to do, but is financially comfortable either owns rental properties, they own real estate, but the, the key is you have to own the real estate. <laughs> right. So is that, was that a goal of your guys to like, we just want to like all these old buildings or did that you kind of fall into that? Yeah, so before we moved to Medford, I'd, I was working for this place called Rethos, and they did a lot of real estate development and worked with developers in Twin Cities. Okay. And I just thought that, hey, I'm helping all these other people with their real estate transactions because mostly we got involved in a really particular piece of development. Oh, okay. But, but I was like, oh, we're, we're helping all these people have real estate, have apartments, have yeah. rentals for commercial properties. Why can't we do it on a different scale? Because, of course, they're these oh, large, huge sure. developers big, yes. that are just <laughs> oh, crazy. Entire apartment complexes and stuff, I would assume. Yeah. The, yeah, the first the first project that I worked on with them was, was a building that had over 1,700 units in it. Jesus Christ. Just crazy to yep. think about. Yeah, and here it's people are excited when they get like a fourplex. Right, right. <laughs> For <laughs> rentals. Yep. So do you prefer, I suppose it doesn't matter as long as the rent gets paid, but do you have a preference whether it's commercial space or versus no individual, like home, like apartment rental? No. I, I mean, we would do any or all. Is there a reason... Do you just see something and like, yeah, you know what, that works? Or is it, do you have like a specific, like, oh, we want to steer away from this? Or do you have something specific you look for? We, um, Our goal, for the most part, we love stuff that are in, in a downtown area because it's older oh, buildings. Sure. They're cool and yep. stuff. Yes, um, they are. But then, of course, like, 
there has to be a return on what we're Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that return can be a different on different buildings, so we're not particular oh, sure. about it. So we just kind of figure it out as we go to see if something's going to work for us or not. See, I don't know anything. Like, I know you buy a building, and then you rent it, and then you make money off rent. Other than that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am. Com- I would love to get a rental or two, or you know, eventually, yeah, get bigger. But just I'm so green to it, and I gotta ask. Because you, I knew that you guys were in the cities because I think you were coming from the cities when you bought. That was one of my first sales yep. on the mill pond. There, you were. That's when you were coming back from Minneapolis. Yep. Because I still have it in my phone, and every now and then I text it on accident. There's two of you in my contacts. Oh, yeah. and one is the Alaska phone number. Right. What the hell did you end up in Alaska? That was really so. Right after grad school, I was looking for jobs. And Where better than Alaska? Yeah. I had some friends that had moved up there, so I was like, and I'd gone to visit a couple times. So John and I were just like, let's let's have an adventure and try and live in Alaska for a couple years. And you were there for that long? We were there for almost eight, eight yeah. years. Yeah. Jesus, doing like so, the same kind of stuff, or I mean, were you like cutting down trees with axes and stuff? <laughs> Dog sledding everywhere. I worked for the state up there, so I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Well, working for like state parks and then um, their state historic preservation office. Gotcha. So okay. It well, was... that makes a little more sense then. It's a different, completely different world. Well, there's an odd amount, and I guess between here and Phillips are the, really the only two places that I've lived. I was in Eau Claire for a couple years after high school, but. There seems to be an odd amount of people from around here who went to Alaska. Oh yeah, like oh, my yeah. my ex is a Zulager. Yeah, um, Eric and John, and yep. but all the older ones, the Dennis and Mark and Dave and whatever. After they graduated, they went to like machine operator school. Yeah, and they were looking for help on that pipeline. Yeah, in the seventy early mid seventies, whatever it was. So like a bunch of kids from their generation were up there for years. And then some of some of my ex wife's cousins were born up there, and then when they were done, they moved back down here and worked for Petersons or. Yep. But like, an a extremely large amount of people from around here have just oh, we're going to Alaska. Yep. There's like a uh, there's like a pipeline that goes up there from people from like Wisconsin yeah. and Minnesota and the Dakotas. That's crazy. Yeah. I I swear though. So one of the things I remember working on when I was up there was this um oh it's all these like you know New Deal depression era sort of stuff oh and and they had um they had there was this one program where they relocated farmers from the upper midwest to go start farming in alaska during the 30s and 40s sounds wonderful so i think like maybe that's what started that pipeline (laughs) They, they they had this opportunity to relocate all these people from you know minnesota and wisconsin and michigan up there and maybe Families just started just to develop that the connection. Heck? I suppose if one of the kids goes up there or something to start. Yeah. I, who knows? I, it's, there's just a very odd... Nowhere else have I ever lived where, at random, people are like, oh, yeah, we lived you know, lived up in Alaska for a couple of years. Yep. <laughs> what? Of all, like, of all the places you could possibly go, Alaska. Yep. And I, I think sometimes people have it in their head that it's like... You see a movie of like the Arctic where it's just barren and snow blowing, and it's like that 340 days right <laughs> here yeah. in Alaska. And yeah. it's, I know enough to know that it's not. I've also heard stories about how horrible the mosquitoes are in the summer. 
Um, but I've never been, and I really, really want to. Yeah. But anybody you ask, they have their own way. If you're driving, got to go. <laughs> yep. They'll literally write on a napkin the directions on how to get to Alaska. Everybody has their own different mm-hmm. favorite spots in this huge state that it's like, yeah. Yep. So yeah. if you have months and months and months to go visit everybody's spots, then you can really cover <laughs> the whole territory, right? Well, and I don't think people realize just because the maps that we see are completely not misshaped, but there, I wish I could remember the website because I've talked about this before. It was like realmaps.com or something. Because if you look at that map of the globe like flat, yeah. it's not even close to scale. No, it just Like Africa's everything. twice the size that it is. Russia's much smaller. Like it's, yep. it's screwed up. But Texas is like, a th- or Texas, Jesus, Alaska is like a third the size of the entire lower United States. Like it's yeah. huge. It's not the size of Wisconsin. No. It's the size of the whole Midwest yeah. and then some. Which is crazy. It's gigantic. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. And I'm, I know there's cities and there's towns and whatever, but they got to be either all huddled together or you got one hell of a drive to go from one place to another. Well, most of it doesn't even have roads, too. Then. I suppose fly in. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it yeah. just seems like a hassle to me. <laughs> Like it just, but some people, I don't want to say some people like a hassle. There was a charter guy. He's from around here, uh, Scotty Heisel. I've talked about him before. He moved, just quit and actually transferred to a charter office. And I want to say in Oregon or Washington. Yeah. Bought a place like up halfway up a mountain somewhere. I don't know about now. This was six, seven years ago. But he had to buy one of those big like plastic with the metal crate on the outside. Yeah. He had to go to town, buy water, and haul it up to it. Like he didn't have water because yep. he was on the side of a rock. There was nowhere to put a well. Yeah. And he just loved it. Yep. Just sit in his basement making, like he makes arrows like out of turkey feathers and makes, like hand makes bows and stuff. And he just went to work and putzed around in the woods. And <laughs> that's his yeah. jam. That was one of the crazy things. Like I lived in Anchorage, so it wasn't a sure. big city. But well, and Fairbanks is a big city too. But they, it's like a different world up there. I had some friends that lived up there, and they had the, um, they didn't have water or a well either. Yeah. And they had to have to bring it all in. They had this huge storage tank for water in their bathroom. Jeez, <laughs> oh, is it like up above, so it's gravity fed, or is there like no, pump in like, it? It's there's a pump in it. Oh boy! But they would have to haul it in with their truck, fill up the tank. Yeah. And then they're like, with the tank in the back of their truck, you know, you'd never get it completely empty. Sure. So through winter, it just continues to line up higher and higher with ice. So you can't, you transport less and less water each I can't, time. I can't imagine in 2015, you ha- like you can't come up with something better than right. hauling water in a big plastic jug in the back of a truck. Right. <laughs> That's crazy. And there's some people that, that nope, we just love it. We'll, yep. We'll take it. I Those friends took their understand. reward, and then they went to Hawaii for a couple of years. So, oh, <laughs> to go the other extreme, I was gonna say yes. That's that's quite the other someplace else I haven't been. I know spring break's coming up here soon. I was trying to decide. I want to take the kids somewhere. Yeah, but because they're big fans of like climbing on rocks and stuff, so I thought oh, we go like Black Hills, keep going out Colorado, Montana. Yeah. But it's March. Yeah, spring break. They're going to be, be rough. Fifteen feet of snow. Like you can't. 
You got to go south. You can like, be ice you, climbing, right? <laughs> <laughs> they would love it. But even like, uh, I don't know how the winters are in is that Utah, Canyonlands. Yeah. Like any of that stuff. Is it like, what can you even get to right now? Or do you just, is it just like Florida, like Gulf Coast, Florida? Because I don't want to, yeah. I want spring break. I want to be warm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to have to deal with snow or more snow than we have because really we didn't get much this year. No. Um, knock on wood. Um, but I'm just I'm trying to figure out if if we can swing it and where where I would go. Yeah, because I don't want to just go to the same spot in Florida every year. Because then, not that it gets old, because it's warm and it's fine. But you want to explore someplace <laughs> else. Yes, in the summer maybe I was debating like an RV trip because they can't. I'm not dealing with them in just in a car or in my truck for that <laughs> no, amount of time. No. And you can't just throw them back in a camper if you're pulling a camper. Right. So there's a place in Wausau. You can rent an RV. Really? I need to know this place because I want to do that. Well, if you ever rent I'm... one and they give you like a two-for-one deal, let me know because it's not cheap. No. But it's not ridiculous either. The thing that gets you is you got to pay for how many days you're taking it, usually depending on what size you get. It's right back by where, like, Gander Mountain used to be. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. The King's Campers, I believe it's called. They go, oh. It's right next to 51. Yeah, no, all, I, okay. Like, half yep. of that parking lot is just rentals. Yeah. And they're all usually brand, brand new. But they work with some sort of network all over the place, so if you break down or whatever, you contact the closest dealer, they'll get you into a different one, they'll fix that one, and you just go on your merry way. Oh. So it's not like you own it, you're sitting on the side of the road, broke down you know with a bunch of kids in arizona or something right. but you pay for see, 14 days or you know whatever usually they have like a three day five day ten day like they have these preset things right and then it's so much per day in like if they have a 10 and a 14 day package but you need it for 12 you pay the 10 day and then two extra days oh okay but then you also have to pay I think the longer you have it, the more they give you. But like, we'll give you 500 miles. After that, it's 18 cents a mile. Or oh. what, you know what I mean? You have to pay mileage. Yeah. And then you got to keep fuel in the damn thing. Right. And that's the <laughs> kicker. Yes. Especially when you're going up the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> because you can coast down. So it was, we had planned a couple, two years ago, I think. Like, had it reserved, everything around Christmas time. Because that's what kind of, we luckily still got stuff for the kids for Christmas, but that was like part of the Christmas present was yeah. our summer trip. But that was the first year when everything was COVID shut down. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we could drive out there, but like all the gift shops and the, like you go to Yellowstone, they have the, uh, not customer service area, but the little museum thing. The, yeah. What the hell is it called? Interpretive center. The thing. science yeah. thing where yep. it tells you about it and you can walk through what it, like all that stuff was closed. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah, you could have seen it, but that's kind of the experience of stopping in those little outposts the where they, they kind of tell you about. There's a little building outside like Old Faithful where you can yep. go in and learn the history and whatever. And all that was closed. So we got, I think, up to like three days beforehand, you had to like get a full refund. And maybe they give you they kept like a hundred bucks or something and just haven't done it yet again because last year was busy and this year, who knows. But I really want to, but... Then I'm torn. Like, do we just find one from like seven to ten thousand and just buy it? Yeah, because then, then you sell can. Because then you yep. can use it all. Literally, you could sell it for what you paid for it. Yep. <laughs> and all you're putting in is the fuel, and you're out 
just the gas money because it's not, I want to say, like we figured worst case scenario out along the northern states, down one and then back like Colorado, one state down. Yeah. And I, I got a notebook somewhere with all the numbers in it, and it was 3,500, like was my worst case, like three miles per gallon, <laughs> you yeah. know, whatever. So it wasn't super cheap, but it wasn't absolutely ridiculous. But then there's no hotel costs. Yep. There's no, I mean, you get groceries. You're obviously still going to go out to eat and stuff. Yeah, because that's part of the experience of going yes, and traveling. So. exactly. But if we just want to get an early start, Throw a Jimmy Dean sandwich in the microwave, let's go. Like, you don't have an expense because you already bought groceries yeah. to keep in the fridge, that kind of thing. Just because I wouldn't be able to deal with kids in a car, no. <laughs> in a seat for that long. At least then they can get up and they can go in bed. They can go to the bathroom. They can go fall asleep, whatever. They can walk around in an RV. But I just I can't bring myself to buy one because I want the biggest one possible. But when you get to the big ones that are in my price range... It's like a 1977 bounder, you know, with the big round right. front. It looks yep. like the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile, and just. And then you might be broken down on the side of the road. Yes, because it kills me to buy to to rent, because money is just yeah, like it's gone. You're getting the experience. That's what you're getting out of it. Yeah, you don't have anything tangible. But then that's a very good thing also because if something does break down. Not mine. <laughs> you just call up. They call the nearest whatever center. They bring one similar or the same. You get in that one and they deal with the broken one and you just keep going. Yeah. <clears throat> so I. That's I the big benefit. I mean. Yes. And I wouldn't worry about it so much if I was just independently wealthy. I would just get one of the like Willie Nelson tour bus you know, $350,000 to where it looks like a tour bus RV, like it's nicer than my house. Um, Because if it breaks down, who you have the money to just fix it? (laughs) You know what I mean? You're not on any sort of a tight budget, but it just, we took, and actually they're not that cheap. And I don't think they were running many of them because I had checked not that long ago on the website, Amtrak. When I was in early high school, I think we went to Whitefish, Montana. Yeah, th- from was it River Falls, wherever. There's one on the west side of Wisconsin, a station. Because they go through, like those tunnels and cliff edges, like you see in movies. That's yep. where the train tracks go to yeah. get out there, and it was fantastic because there again you can get up, you can walk around. It's not like an airplane where you're crammed in there. There's the food car. Yep. I was too young for the cocktail car, but you just sit there. <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad way to do it. No. And but those it, cabins are crazy expensive. I they're think, too. like first class airline expensive. Yeah. So otherwise you just, you're in like bus seats, you know, right. it's bucket seats, but it's more like a Greyhound bus seat. Yeah. So not the best, but you can still get up and move around. And just the scenery to me was at the time seemed well worth it. So all these means of travel, if it was me, I would just get in my car and go. Because yeah. I can drive, I just all I do is drive, so I can do that for. We drove to Kansas City to drop some woodwork off for my aunt, dropped it off and hugged and kissed and got a quick tour of her house and drove nine hours home. Really? <laughs> no, oh, man. I did eighteen hours of driving in nineteen and a half hours, <laughs> and I was like, whatever, you know, a little tired by the time I got back, but like I don't mind driving. Yeah, it's just with the kids, and I, as a kid, I wouldn't want to do that either because I had to ride to Florida. 
in the back of a station wagon. <laughs> That's the killer with kids. That's why the RV is the way to go. Because I can't even imagine. Yeah. We, we've done a couple road trips with the kids, but they're so packed in there. Like in sardines, a, they want to kill each other by yeah. the end of it. And then and, I want to kill them. By and the then end you're of ready time, to you know? leave them in a dumpster somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm somewhat torn. Cause for, especially for spring break, just to get any amount of time anywhere. And I know people do drive. Just let me fly. Yeah. Three hours to Florida done. You two days there two three days and then you got to turn around and come back right away like yeah. you're in the car for twice as long as you're actually there it doesn't make sense but if the idea is like if the ride is the destination like we're just driving to see what we can see then that's fun that's a different yes. side of an adventure that's too. half of that why i would love to do an rv it just it kills me because when you see the you know and they get the fees and then yeah <laughs> oh, oh and mileage oh and you know, you're responsible for all the fuel and whatever, and it's like, ah. Maybe I, this I year's just... the year to do that and buy one, though, because with everything holding value <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yes. You know, maybe this is the year. Well, I sh- they're, they're costing more, but it's a horse apiece because I can, I can, I'll make more when I sell it. Yeah. But I'm going to pay more when I buy it. Right. So it's the same thing if it's, the values are low, I'll get a steal. But nobody's going to give me shit for it when I go to sell it. So yeah. it d- doesn't matter either way. And that's what I tell people even with housing now. Like, oh, it's a good market. You know, should we should we sell? And I was like, you can sell because you get a ton for your house. But you're going to pay a ton for whatever you buy. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's the same thing. Either they're both up or they're both down. It yep. doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No. But yeah, traveling, I really... Because I... Not that there's anything wrong with Medford at all. But like my boy wants to be a an eye doctor. Because... Dr. Krug has a, um, is it Krug? Oh, God, I always get her name wrong. No. Hi, Dr. Lady. Can I never remember? She has a Corvette. Oh, yeah. Like a that's brand what, new Corvette. That's what he wants. And so I told her that, and she laughed, and when she was talking to me, she's like, actually, like, my husband does construction, and he's the one who wanted it, so he's the one that got it for us. Yeah. So you don't have to be an eye doctor just to, to do that. And he, but he wears glasses, as stupid as that sounds. And he's like, it seems like it's not a physically hard job, and you make decent money, and you're helping people and whatever. So okay, yeah. he's in it for the right reason and the money. But he's like, there's already like two or three eye doctors in Medford. So like, would I just open my own? And I was like, first off, no, because you're not staying in Medford. <laughs> like you're going elsewhere. Go see stuff, do stuff. Like you have no kids. You're married when you graduate. If you want to go to school in California, go. Because someday you're going to have a family and then you can't just up and go. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you want to go do big city life, you want to travel across Europe, whatever, then when you want to come back, then that's fine. But don't just graduate and stay and then just never leave. Like you have to do some sort of traveling <laughs> do the experience that you want to have yeah then. Yeah. yeah before you're well wait till retirement well what if you get horrible arthritis and emphysema and you can't right. try, then you're just stuck yeah do it when you can <laughs> you're never guaranteed tomorrow so go do it today exactly <laughs> exactly i'd leave right now if i could but i'd get in trouble because i'd be leaving kids at school <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, so it's just my debates that's what so is that what he's looking for like going to well he's school he's seven, oh, seven. Yeah. he's in seventh grade i'm sorry he's gonna kill me if he heard yeah, it they start. yeah 
Because I remember them doing the little tests like, oh, this is what your interests are. This is what you could be. But honestly, there's and nothing against schools because I love teachers. Some of my favorite people are teachers. My ex-wife was a teacher. My mom and three of my aunts are teachers. Like, all fantastic. But when we were younger, they give you these tests and like, this is what you're good at. Here's yeah. some, some things that you would be good at for careers. And there was like cop, teacher, fireman, nurse. You know, there was like eight blocky things. Nowadays, there's jobs that I don't even know are jobs. Right. That you could do. You know what I mean? I'm 40 and there's shit out there that people are making way more than I am that I didn't know was a thing. Yeah. There's all kinds. Because, I mean, even charter. You think, okay, you're a boss or you're one of the cable guys. There's probably 75% of the company is behind the scenes doing the networking stuff, doing the fiber, doing the business, like office type stuff, or just doing the back end, the big switchboard. And they're making three times what the techs are. Yeah. But if when you just start, you're thinking, oh, your cable guy makes decent money. Well, yeah, but do you, there's way more to it than that. It's Yeah. All the stuff that I just don't understand. <laughs> yeah. So to say that, you know, you well, this is what I want to go to school for at 17 or 18, unless you're just like, yep, I love people. I want to be a nurse. Like I want, that's what I want to do. And that's what you do when you love it. Awesome. Yeah. But for most people, for me, I still don't know what I want to do when I grow. (laughs) I'm doing real estate because I like it and I think I'm fairly good at it and it pays the bills. But like what, like, if I just had to pick one thing to do for the rest of my life, I still couldn't give you an answer. No. I certainly couldn't give an answer at 17 or 18 years old. I hope I never have to do one I wanted thing to sneak the rest of my beer. life. That's, yes. what I, that's what I wanted to do at 18 years old. So I just, it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see what he decides. Because you can even, I mean, go get a bachelor's just in business. Yeah. Because then you have a degree and you know business that there's... A hundred thousand doors just open that you don't even know open because you have a business to get. Yeah, because you can be creative then and yeah. figure out which path you want to take rather than being, well, just in that position where yeah. you have to. There's a few people, and I don't know if they graduated, and I haven't seen them since high school, but we're going for, like, psychology. Well, I understand that you liked the class we had because there was a little, like, mini class we had in psychology where it was just kind of touched on the origin of it and like what it was all about and whatever like oh there's, there's some cool stuff in there but like what are you gonna do with that <laughs> either you have to continue on and like be a professor or a psychologist that that's it yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean so it uh, just... I, have, I have a degree in history i see, see that going but again put to use every day right yeah, well you never know i mean look at the new deal you pulled that <laughs> right, out of your head right. i would have never came up right. with that <laughs> but See, it's, it's good for conversation that's and right of information that's right, right. <laughs> i bet you're killing at trivial pursuit right. or something <laughs> the genius edition yeah but i don't it's just and now with computer stuff tech stuff and i don't remember where i was hearing it but there's just like a ton of people who i was reading out an article somewhere um a lot of these companies switched to working from home yeah because of covid and i'm talking like big city where people don't have to commute they can work they literally can do absolutely every part of their job from home and now these office people are like they got hired during covid 
because you can work from home. Yeah. And, you know, once we get rid of this, we'll still be flexible. You know, if you can make it in, great. If not, work from home. So they took the job. They've been working for a year, two years in some cases, because it's been that long. Yeah. And the company's like, no, you, you have to come in. And they're like, no, no, no. You said that, you know, you, you'd be flexible. And they're like, yeah, we know, but you, you know, we have you have to start coming to work now. And they're like, well, what, what do I need to do when I'm like, what can't I do here that I have that I can do in the office? Well, nothing. But we just need you to come to work. And you monitor. And they're yeah. <laughs> so they're like, well, no. I'm like, well, what do you mean no? So these people are just like quitting and going to places where that just let them work from home. Yeah. Because wh- why? Yeah. <laughs> you know, other than to to have someone staring over their shoulder and that's what it is it's like oh we have to make sure that you're at your desk punching you'd think that would save the company a ton of money on you know sexual harassment training right (laughs) you're in your own house there's nobody getting beat up in the parking lot there's it's just saving them money keep the light keep the lights off you get all those lights and keep the heat down and all the computers off can imagine that saving if you're a giant office building that's got to be saving you tens of thousands of dollars a year and then those cities, they convert that those uh, offices to apartments since housing is at a premium. Yeah. There you go. Switch perfect. It. We, just we solved, solved the it. world. Yep. God damn it. <laughs> it's perfect. But yeah, just people. And I was just, I don't remember who the hell I was talking to the other day again. And then I'm going to let you talk because I've rambled for a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> the... Uh, I'm interjecting when I can. The, you know, it's fine. Just, you have to just jump in. It's like <laughs> merging on a busy highway. If you stop, you're fucked. You just have to keep right on going. But I'm that guy that just keeps waving people through. <sighs> Don't, because I will just keep running by you if that's the case. Damn it. Uh, oh, the even like around here, everyone complains that the, you know there's a worker shortage because everyone is hiring. Yeah. I don't know anyone that's just sitting at home. No. There's what my guess was my take on it, having worked at where was I? Weathershield glass plant. Thank God that's not there anymore. Um, and plastics and SPI for about a month. Um, is you get the honey potion poured in your ear for orientation and your training, you know, whatever. And then you go to work and it's just shit. And everyone's bitching the whole time. And they're just ornery. Plastics was about the best morale. And even then, people got ornery with each other. And yeah. It's a factory. If yeah. you've ever worked in a factory, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But you get people who, like, okay, I've worked at all of them in town. So either you start making the rounds again. Right. Or you're at where you're at. And it's like, you know what? I'm 40 years old. If my supervisor is going to stand an inch from my face and scream at me, like, I'm not dealing with that. Yeah. So I'm just going to, shit, I've always wanted to do carpentry. I'm going to go work for one of the carpentry companies. Because there's a ton of builders around here. You can yeah. find a job. They're just not dealing with that. Yeah. People aren't. So the companies can pay 100 bucks an hour if you want. And people yeah. are still going to quit. Yeah, it's the environment. Yeah. The environment is so important yeah. to people now. It's terrible. And that's why I left SPI when I did. And I went in, I talked to HR, I talked to the the soup like the uh what the hell was even plant manager i guess would be the term because i don't think they had a second shift at the time and i was like do you like know that this is how this person is and they're like oh yeah oh and i was like oh Oh. cool 
awesome because every time when somebody asks, you know, what department are you in? And I tell them and they're like, ooh, good luck. Ooh, like it was rough. a known thing. Yeah. And it was, I even told one of the guys, I was like, I'm just, I can't, I can't do this. He's like, oh, you, whatever, you'll be fine. And that was the day when she was two inches from my face screaming at me for something that literally I wasn't my station. It wasn't anything that I had anything to do with. And I was either going to punch her right in the face or take my lunchbox and leave. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't need an assault charge, so I grabbed my lunchbox at 9.30 a.m. and just walked out. Yeah. And I sent uh, Cher, is their HR lady, super nice, and sent her and the plant, um, when I got home, uh, just an email like, I, I've to- told you multiple times, we've had meetings about this. I am a grown person. No one needs to be talked to like that. No. And I'm I'm not going to be. Like, you, if you can find somebody who can deal with that, awesome. Yeah. But I'm I, I'm not. <laughs> no way. And it's, it was like that for years. Same supervisor in that same department. And everyone would get put in there. And as soon as they could, they'd transfer out. Oh, so wow. that's where all the new people went. <laughs> <laughs> and if they can survive a couple months, then they get to go somewhere else. Yeah. There was uh, three, like, college kids yeah. that came for the summer for summer temp help. And so they put them on the little line thing by me. And after lunch, it was just me. <laughs> they didn't even oh come back gosh. on the first day. All three of them were like, no, we're not doing this. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And not saying every other place I worked was no. that bad, but they all had their own things. There's factory politics. Like if, if you could just go in and do your stuff, go home, and that was it. I'd probably still be making grills at Weather Shield. <laughs> yeah. You know, just whatever. But they got a mess with you. They got people got something problem with you, even though you never talk to them. It's just, it's it's like a soap opera within the factory. It's ridiculous. But people just don't want to deal with that anymore. No. It's so, like an episode so of The not, Office all the time. Yes. But, ex- <laughs> but like for seriously, like they're pissed off. And they, like I said before, you could pay whatever you want. Yeah. And, People are still going to leave. People aren't going to go there just because they're not going to put up with that. Yeah. And that's what makes me feel bad for the people who go every day and bitch about it every day. And they've been there for 40 years. Like, oh, my God, you poor thing. Yeah. (laughs) You just never got out, do anything else. It's, uh, But what what are you going to do at that point? You're going to quit and start somewhere new when you're 56 years old or something? You know, what... Stick it out for the next 10? Ugh. Yeah, I know. That's like, yeah. No, I can't do that. It's a crazy combo. I can't do it. No. So what's your next big adventure? Not well, travel-wise, business-wise. What are you diving into? B- well, business-wise is that, like, well, we're trying to do that corner building there across from the post office. That's... Corner... Uh, the yeah. old post office? Yeah, across from the old post office. The one there. that's all crumbly? Yeah. What yeah. are you doing with that? So the goal, <laughs> knock it down. <laughs> no, no. We've been uh, working with the city. We have a development agreement on it. Sure. And where the plan is to hopefully start renovating it, like in May. So you got you own that building? No, not yet. The the city still does, but we have a development agreement. Oh, with I didn't know that the city owned it. Gotcha. Yeah. So we've been working with like WEDC, and we got a grant for it to help working with it master grant writer (laughs) angel investor (laughs) (laughs) and then we're gonna hopefully put a an apartment on the top floor Mm -hmm. and then a wine bar and bookstore on the main floor nice 
Yeah. Well, it's wine. It's Medford, so you know people are going to be there. Especially following up on Women's Weekend, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> I was out there scrubbing sticky booze off my floor for two yeah. days afterwards. <laughs> Sloppy women. Especially the end of the night. Yeah. Well, I know the lady who owns the, I think it's right next to that, the nail place, Joan. Joan, yeah. And she said her brother's been looking for a place. He wants, like, commercial, but with a rental above. And they've oh. been trying for three years to talk the guy whoever owns her building. Oh, yeah. Into selling. Yeah. Won't even have a conversation about oh, it. Oh, really? And I don't know who the gentleman is. I don't know. I, she mentioned the name, and I was like, I, I don't know. She just thought it might be someone who I've dealt with who's, like, bought rentals and stuff from me and... Whatever name she gave me, I didn't recognize. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I suggested the Armbrose Meats, which isn't listed anymore. And she's like, no, it has to have a rental above it. And I talked to a couple other people well, from when it was listed before. And they said, it's been a while since they've been in there, but it did need a new roof. But it's a huge building. Yeah. And the last time they had it listed before they let it expire. It's like 20. Yeah. 19,900 yeah. 19, for how many thousand square feet well, I bet you you'd have enough room in the back to put some apartments and then put the storefront up front yes because it's not a two-story you yeah. have to do front and back yeah but, but it's big enough it's huge yeah i think there was something oh, there wouldn't have been an elevator there was a there bunch was. of stuff in there there's a crazy elevator it's like at a slant going from Does the it, loading dock down it's probably from like what Vinny's has when you drop your junk off behind oh, Vinny's yeah. <laughs> elevator, I usually drop mine off real quick and then leave because otherwise if it's something they don't want, they make you take it back. I know. That's what I always get worried about there, too. I'm like, oh. And the last I looked, anyway, now I probably shouldn't be telling people to do illegal things, but there's that, like, don't drop off outside the hours because that door is not always locked. Right. There's that little security camera box. It's just a box. Oh, no, There's no camera in it. <laughs> So you don't have to drop off with a ski mask on or something. Right. <laughs> but if you just have a few things, you throw them out there and they must hear you. Because then they come down and turn that elevator on. Yeah. And it's just slow enough where I can empty the whole back seat of my truck and get the hell out of there before the first box gets down to them. Because <laughs> usually so they're like, they we don't want more Christmas. After. That's why well, I'm far enough away. I'm hoping that they can <laughs> with the bright sun shining in behind me. Yeah. But I've never been scolded yet. So... Probably because I didn't hang around long enough, but yeah, there was a few buildings. Did the do the Dan's place sell? Somebody said Bogey's just sold or has an accepted offer. Yeah, I heard that too. Um, I don't know if I can say yet. It has an accepted offer. That's all I'll say that. Just because I'd heard vaguely or a, a guess as to who the purchaser was, but until it's actually sold, I don't think I'm supposed to say anything speculating anyway yeah but that dan's was for sale for a while and then gowie was renting i think the hallmark place yeah for records and then their new place is open are they still in there or are they oh you guys don't have that building no hallmark? no no why not i know right <laughs> <laughs> just we have our hands full with trying to rehab that crazy <sighs> thing it's uh, it's got to be damn close to on the verge of salvageability it, it's gonna be like i would say that it's gonna be basically a new building because the goal is to like that back wall is yeah just gonna get replaced it's gonna come down it's gonna be concrete block back are you there. gonna be able to salvage the like the face and the side like yep. the, the old brick yeah so the three sides will be there some of the well is probably, it open between there or is it a shared wall like between there and joan it, um 
I think it's a shared wall. Or there's no like walk between like the angel flight going up here. There is a walk in between there, but that's on the corner building has like like this one oh, here. Oh sure. Everyone owns it. So like oh, that okay. one is actually like sure, Tosh, sure. vintage naturals going up yes. there. Yes. Is it? Yeah. It's not part of this building. I always pictured it like going above my stairway. Yeah. And I call it my stairway, but it's actually your stairway. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So it was outside the building, technically. Yeah. So the stairway getting up, even though it leads to these apartments, yep. is still the neighbor's. Yes. It's so weird. So there's like easements on all the buildings. Oh, to have access. Off. Yeah. So that's the same thing with the corner there. It, sure. There's the access for the one above Jones. Uh, I was picturing it to be on the other side, but there is no walkway on the other side. Yeah. It's two two buildings down. Yeah. Huh. It's Do kind I... of the cool thing about the buildings downtown, though. <laughs> it's good. There's some... You don't have that everywhere. Like no, that. and I thoroughly enjoy the double doors. They're like chest height downstairs, yeah. but they're ground level outside. Yep. <laughs> so when Bob orders a pallet of signposts... <laughs> I don't have to drag them all through the building. No. I just pop the doors open and set them in there and go to the basement and haul them in one by one. So much easier. Yeah, it's done. I don't know what that would have... Ice back in the day? I don't... I don't know. Coal? The first use of this building was... um, It was a hardware store in Mm. 1885. Coal, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Something? I bet you you that's what it would have been, just to get to the furnace. Horse manure. (laughs) Hopefully not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, there's a ton of these. So do you guys do just in Medford? Yeah. 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 Right now. When are you expanding Medford Properties Worldwide <laughs> <Right>. LLC? <laughs> I, we just kind of look for different. I would imagine you want to be things. fairly close. Yeah. Like you don't want something in Appleton. You know no. what I mean? Because it's just. you Because then we drive. have to get someone to manage it then too. Oh, sure. Can't. Yep. 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 We don't want to manage it because that was hard. Like when we first started it here, we're living in the Twin Cities. Oh, for well, that's like coming back. It was, yeah, I would imagine crazy. You should buy because I love it. No, no other reason. (laughs) The uh, the old bank building right next to the courthouse in Phillips, the old bank right on the corner there. It's like the huge two story. The it's vault like, is still in there. All the safe deposit boxes. So there's not a bank. I thought like, it was the Wells Fargo was in there. Yeah, they, they closed years ago. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh, there's the apartment. I think the apartments have ten foot ceilings upstairs. Oh my gosh. It's it was down to like one nineteen. Oh and my it gosh. Was, it was still listed the last time I looked. I went. I had <laughs> I'm so, pulling out my. I had <laughs> someone who was somewhat interested in it, and I was like, "Nope, I'll show it to you." She's like, "Well, I, I was like, nope, I'll show it to you." Yeah. That giant vault door, like, still functions. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the safe deposit boxes are still in there. Everything. Oh my gosh! And there's a second vault in the basement that still functions. Well, see, you know, then we're talking about bank. That that corner building was a bank too. Original use. See, I they thought have the, two two vaults in it. I thought no, that's the post office. I was gonna say that looks like a bank yep. next to it, but that was the old post office across yeah. State yep. Street. Or no, yep. that's whatever it is. D- division. D- division. Yes, yeah. this is State Street. Yeah. Yeah, so that it has. I swear that's what's holding up that back wall is that it has those two <laughs> <in> the, that. <laughs> Do they function? Are they all rusted? Oh, they, the one. Or is the it big just, heavy door isn't on the one, but the, that like more flimsy. Somebody probably took one? it to Patasics. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for scrap years ago. Uh, yeah, I'm like, 
I do that. Tell me a story, Doug. Oh, I'm gonna okay. try to find that place. Oh, damn it. Well, banks are just cool old buildings. I mean, geez. any old the, the hospital. Yeah. yeah, the old hospital building is a phenomenal old building. Yeah. Um, that's a really cool building. I think it's so neat. Yeah, yeah. I was, and there's like this detailed scroll work, like hand engraved on the inside in the inside of the vault door is like half glass so you can see all the brass gears and stuff at oh, that vault really? and fi- yeah and it's still there and it still functions so i always get to a little i get a little afraid when we've been in that building on the corner going in there because as soon as you go into those vaults you get attacked by pigeons and there's <laughs> nothing like those pigeons flying at you in number <laughs> you ready for this yeah 7,405 commercial square feet. The All the desks, everything is still in there. Upstairs it would needs a little bit of work, but it still has the big glass and wood doors where you would reach up with the stick and pull open that oh, window yeah, the above the door. Zones. Yeah. Uh, guess what it's down to? What? Well, you, well, you said I showed it. It was 129 when I showed it, and that okay. was November. Oh, so that they drop. I'd say one, one nineteen. One oh eight five. And how many apartments are above that? <laughs> I don't know what. Maybe the address would be the easiest thing for yeah. you to search by. Uh, or who has the listing? I could go. Jody Delasky. Okay. Uh, it's Birchland Realty. Okay. Or New Horizons Realty. I'm sorry. I thought it was Birchland. No. Remax New Horizons and Phillips. Miss Jody Delasky. <laughs> Yeah, she texted me from Florida. She was on vacation. She's like, sell it. <laughs> Just because it, they go to hell. Yeah. So if fast. it sits. Oh, my god. If gosh. it sits. Yep. But no, it's. I would gladly show you that building just to go see that vault again. That's crazy. I really wanted the lady that I showed it to to buy it simply so I could come and visit to play with the vault. <laughs> well, <laughs> because they, it's fantastic. And they have apartments up above. How many yeah, apartments? It's, they're empty right now oh, because okay. there was some... Like there was two or three different boilers, and one of them, when Wells Fargo left, they like shut the power off, so it stopped the pumps. And then when they, like whatever, then it got cold. And when they turned everything back on, one of the pipes had broke, so it did something. So when we were in there, it was unheated. Like every the boilers were still off, and they just shut the water off. Oh, okay. So when they turn it back on. Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> yes. They know there's a leak. I just don't think they necessarily know where or which boiler, right. so they're literally just leaving it off. Oh, okay. Yes. That's crazy. It's it's well worth it. Yeah. You should definitely buy it. <laughs> <laughs> you should probably definitely I, maybe buy it. Probably maybe. <laughs> I can't, do they have, well, I'll look later. Go uh, ahead. Please go oh, ahead. Okay. I, you know, I can talk. Yeah. Indefinitely. I was like, because... Even if you just look at the pictures, yeah. you don't have to read the description or anything. Do they just have it on their... Because they read they redid all the windows. Wells Fargo did all of the windows. Not that long ago. They repainted all the brick. They redid. So the outside is very pretty. It just would need some work on the inside. And it's been listed for a long time then? I believe it was 240 days. Oh, okay. Well. Uh, July 8th of 2021. And I know Miss Jody would love to have that one off. That's potential use they have listed as retail, hotel, motel, bed and breakfast, office, slash business. 
So whatever you can come up with. That's right. <laughs> Giant podcast studio. Right. <laughs> oh, maybe I'm not looking at this right. Do they have a filter for commercial? Well, are you looking at Zillow? No, I was looking at their the Remax. Here, let me do... There's got to be a way I can send you... But yes, there was a... Because I'm on RPR. Um, everyone loves listening to this. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, reports, notes. See, this is like the agent side of things. See, this is the stuff that you're just going to cut, right? No, or no, you keep it all in. Nothing yeah, I gets cut. <laughs> nothing gets cut. Great. But yeah, it would just it just Google search 198 North Lake Ave. Okay. And that'll get you there. Do it now. Okay. Now. We can get it off a rope before this episode is done. <laughs> 198 North Lake Ave. Lake Ave. Be right down from the coffee shop and right across from the police station. So <laughs> you have caffeine and safety all in one. Right across from the movie theater, Cinema North. <clears throat> Sold, he says. Oh. Uh, see, for the people watching on YouTube, they'll be able to, to see that we're doing something. The people listening are like, what the? What's yeah, dude, this is so boring. Yeah, these guys are <laughs> Turn this off. Right. Well, at least I have yours right. One of the ones I did with my buddy Deke, we made it about two minutes in, and we were really getting on a roll. And then I realized that I had it set to record both tracks to my microphone. Oh, really? So we had to like shit, stop, figure my stuff out, start back over again. It was very frustrating. So that's not the case this time. No, now we're just getting sidetracked on that's right. stuff altogether. That's right. Well, I wanted to mention it a long time ago because I didn't know how far you guys were out. Like how far out oh, yeah, oh, you that... went in in a circle. Oh, my gosh. My mom and stepdad are retired. They live in Phillips. They could uh, check in on it every now and then for you. That's crazy. Go break some knees, collect some rent. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. That's insane. Did you find it? Yeah. Oh. That that vault is really I'm cool. I'm telling and it literally it functions. Yeah. Wow. And I don't believe that it's <laughs> maybe Wells Fargo owns it, but I don't think it's quote bank owned. Yeah. Like it's not a repo or anything. Right. So for as long as it's been listed and they're consistently like Drop, 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 drop. That huh. I'm guessing you could probably get it for less than that. Well, and that so there have they have a list at eighty eight, eighty eight hundred square feet, but that I mean that's a big building. So it's four thousand per floor. It goes from the street all the way back to the alley. Yeah, and there's like a deck up off the back on the second floor. So it has to be like 4,000 feet per four. So there's like at least four units up there? I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I'll draw it up. <laughs> <laughs> but for serious, if you do want to at least look at it in person, there's A&W, best chili cheese fries of any A&W's yep. <laughs> of Um I would love to show it again just because then I'd get to see the um, vault and play with the little things again. Yeah. But just Those throwing, are... throwing that out there. Yeah. I love, I mean, that's, that's one of the best things about real estate, right? Is you oh, get to look at all these sure. places. I've made a few appointments to where I had a buyer who was a little bit interested, but didn't know when they could get up to wherever it was. Yeah. So I just went and did like a video. I'll go just do a video walkthrough. Yeah. 
partially because I wanted them to see it, like 60% because I wanted them to see it so they didn't have to drive, <clears throat> and 40% just because I wanted to go see what it looked like inside. Yep. I have no means to purchase these houses that I'm, you know, the bigger ones that I'm showing, but oof, they're beautiful. Yeah, because you do those big lake houses and stuff up oh, north fantastic. Too, right? <laughs> up north, down south, there was one we listed, and but it's just amazing to me that location as they say location 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 yeah there was one in eagle river right on the chain of lakes and it was a five acre lot which is a lot but it was the longest skinniest it came off the road and went right into the lake right and it was five acres so it was a big driveway and to give it some character the driveway (laughs) but it could only curve about 50 feet because that was like it was like a lot line a lot line yes they actually had gravel in like a fence put up where the when they were putting the driveway and they went on the neighbors. <laughs> and okay, you know, I went and looked at it and whatever, and it's, you know, the switchback deck steps to get down to the lake because it's steep. But it's, it was a nice house. It was only two years old, but not anything that like was blowing my mind. Yeah. It's just it was very nice. It was new. It was clean. It's just a really really nice house. Yeah. And it was. Uh, after looking at comparables and whatever, I was like, well, that can't, no, that's, that's right. And our suggestion of a list price was 1.2 million. And they, the husband had been doing something and fell off a ladder and like for a month was still in critical condition, like head trauma, neck trauma, whatever. Older folks. She's like, we, I just want to sell, do it at like 998. Yeah. Just uh, for a steal. Right. <laughs> you know, well, that is when you're yes. talking like that. But it was just amazing to me because if you took that and put it on, I, I'm trying to think of what what's wrong. Put it on Isidore or Holcomb. Yeah, maybe six fifty. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a log. It wasn't. It was just a very nice twenty five hundred square foot. Two car attached garage, big deck off the front, you know, with the big cathedral ceiling yep. living room and the windows. Yep. But nothing like, holy shit, like you think a million dollar house, like, whoa. Yeah. And it's not anymore. No. It's That's just a house. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's just a house. And again, very nice house, but nothing like, if I would have seen pictures of it, I wouldn't have thought it was. You know, four or $500,000. Yeah. But just because it's on the water in Eagle River. Yeah. And people clamoring over. Two days later, we had like three offers. That's crazy. They were all over. <laughs> so I feel like when you talk numbers like that, too, like I'm just like starting to get to that point where I'm like showing my age, where I'm just like, oh, back in my day. No. <clears throat> <laughs> well, I paid the little white house right across. Well, it was white. Do you know Steve Thede? Yeah. The little house that he bought next to there. Yeah. He bought it from the kid that bought it from me. Oh. That's where I used to live when I lived in town. Oh, nice. And then when I separated, got divorced, I rented from Steve, my old house. <laughs> <laughs> and then, he, I don't know who he rents it to or if he sold it now, but they painted it powder blue. I was like, oh, come on. Terrible. But, uh, oh, fuck, I had a story there. Oh, 65 I paid for the house. We redid like the whole basement's finished. It I redid everything and sold it for like 85. And like that's like a house, like a normal house, whatever. Yeah. 
And some of this stuff now is crazy as to what you're getting yeah. for the price of something. Right. And the other crazy thing that I didn't realize until I got into real estate was there's like a whole different world that I didn't know was out there. And then there's a whole different world above them, financially speaking. Oh, yeah. Because there was, we did one, we listed, the people had their fingers crossed, like, oh, we're going to go a little high. And they listed it for 585 in Little Sturgeon Bay, right on the water. Yeah. It was like a year-old cabin. Again, cabin. Yeah. It was four seasons. It was insulated. had a little loft, whatever. But again, nothing. This Like, this office is twice the square footage the house was. Oh, really? And then a slice, little slope to the lake, boathouse, whatever. So they were like, you know, if we can get that for it, we just never get up here. They live south of Milwaukee, just never made yep. the drive. They're getting older, whatever. And about halfway home from me putting the sign in, I had an agent call and said, hey, I got some people. They haven't had a chance to look at it. I just saw the sign because you have 24 hours to get it listed once you put the sign in. Yeah. He's like, I looked at it from the outside. I took a picture and sent it to him, and they gave me the authorization to make an offer on their behalf. <laughs> Sight unseen, 625 cash as soon as the title work can be done. <laughs> so this was like a rec property for these people. They paid 45000 over cash, and then after closing, went out in the parking lot and handed them 45000 for the boat. Because it fit in the boat lift nice, and they didn't want to have to like go boat shopping. Oh my gosh, it's different. And yeah, it's a different world. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there I am, my stupid. I need to change the brake pads so when you step on the brakes, real light, it squealed. Yeah, and that's what I'm driving to a closing. But it was just like these. The buyers were maybe late twenties, had like a five, six year old, like suburban, a couple little kids. And I'm like, what do you do? I know. What I'd be do like, where did do? I go wrong? Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, not even a, not even a, like, hey, just whatever. Like, it was, they do it like they do it every day. Yeah. That's <laughs> There's crazy to me. Almost 700000 out of their pocket in one day in cash. Like, they wired the closing money, and then they had forty five in cash and handed it to them for the boat all on one day. And they were just, they were thrilled about it. <laughs> Yeah. So to how much must you make to to live and have a house and a vehicle and whatever at that age and still have the 800,000 in of the bank that you can just withdraw? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I was pissed <laughs> off the whole way home. I, I mean, I was happy cuz yeah, I got commission and I got paid and seller was thrilled. Uh buyer was tickle pink. But I'm just like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, I don't understand uh, that. There's a few all. people that got it licked, though. Um, I actually, she's super nice. Um, she used to have a place in Phillips and just kind of thought, eh, it's too many agents in the area. So she moved her stuff up to Manaqua. And I was like, there's no less agents in Manaqua. No, there's probably, isn't yes. there more in Manaqua? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, but the real estate is yes. more expensive there, So too. she was smart. And when she was still in Phillips, um, it's Dollhouse Properties, Miss Roxy. Super sweet lady. And she's just her, or it always was anyway. She was her own broker owner, just no agents, just her. Yeah. Dollhouse Properties. And she was just, when she went out on her own, she was just like, her thing was, I'm like, specializes in luxury and lake homes. Yeah. Well, she didn't. Oh, really? But she said she did. 
So that she had just like normal listings. And then, that's my stupid mic stand. Um, so then she'd get like one good listing and then it'd be like a couple of normal price houses and a couple of vacant land, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then she got one like nice big luxury home or lake listing. And then that was the one she was pushing like, hey, check this house out, whatever I specialize in. This. Luxury houses and right. and lake houses. So then more people are like, oh, hey, we like this lady. Like she specializes in this. We, we're going to give her a call. So now that's all she has because she said that's all she does is luxury and lake houses. If you said all I do is shitty trailer houses, that's, that's all you're going to get. So by she willed her way yeah. she into her just literally by saying I specialize in this. In turn, now she just specializes in the huge lake homes. It's fascinating. So what are you she, saying you specialize she, in? I, 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 mill pond houses? I don't know what, what you want to say. I don't know. I don't want to cut anybody out, though. Right. You're just for everybody. Yeah. If you make less than $500,000 a year, I'm not for you. How about that? <laughs> just go, we'll go to the You're upper echelon, yes. <laughs> yep. Million-dollar homes or more. That's all I deal with. I wish. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, it's it's crazy because like her website is super pretty and you know, all this sparkly stuff and her logo and then there was like this big house on the main page. Yeah. And just by saying that she's able she to interned that. to do it. Because people see that face value on the website, like, oh specialist. Well, if you're calling around <clears throat> and that's what I always told people, like for me to get a job, all I need is just to get an interview. Because I could bullshit, like, you can't make up a degree or something like that. Yeah. But I can bullshit enough to, like, well, just give me a chance. If I'm terrible, fire me. Yeah. What, 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 is, what are you losing here? Yeah. So that's essentially what she did is got her name out there enough as specializing in that to where she was at least in the conversation. And she must just be really good once she meets with them or gets them on the phone. Because that's all you need as long as you're not the dumbest person on earth. Is all you need is for them to call you. You give them not hard sales pitch because that turns a lot of people off, but you just have to know what they need to hear. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Because if they're not calling you, then you have no chance. But if you're at least popping up as someone who they should call if they have a luxury or a large lake home. Because most people, I didn't know that was a thing until I started working for Bob. And he's like, yeah, you know, if people call you, you know, and they're interviewing agents and whatever. And I was like, when they're what? Because down there you have a, like their average house is like 450 to right. 50, you know, whatever. Yeah. So they'll have four, five, six agents all come over and like sit down and give them the spiel and take the tour. And like they'll interview agents. Here, people just call me like, hey, I'm thinking about listing my house. Yeah. Cool. Like, <laughs> what, what do you need from me? That's it. So as long as you can get on those people's list to be one to call, yeah, then just schmooze them, <laughs> you know. Yeah, because half of it, everything's about relationships. So it's like yes. if you can develop that relationship with them. It's... Well, and that's – I get – not in trouble, but – because even Bob's like just – like when you go to sign listing documents, 10 minutes. You should be in under 10 minutes. Yes, to physically do the paperwork, that's fine. And in the cities – like, once you sell this, these people's houses, thank you very much. You know, here's yep. your house check. You will never see that person again because yeah. there's 5 million people. Yeah. Here, 
you see these people in the grocery store. Yeah. Like I have, there's been places where I couldn't get out of. Yeah. Because they're just talking, talking, you know, especially if you have a single older person, like somebody's here. And they just they'll talk and talk and talk. They follow you out to your car, talk and talk and talk and talk. And if you're a dick, they're just going to go elsewhere. Yeah. So you have to, by default, be able to chit chat and you can't just be like, well, yep, okay, you know, I don't care yep. about your daughter. Here's the paperwork. Like, no, <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not going to work up here. And that's one of the beauties of being in a smaller town. It's oh, like, sure. You have to talk. With and people. nobody's in a rush. Nope. Ever. The one downfall of around here is that there's an odd amount of people who don't have an email address for like e signatures. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, I will drive to Milan <laughs> and sign a document and right. turn around and drive back. Like, I'll make an email address for you if you want. Right. And they like, they text and they're on Facebook and whatever. They just have zero need for an email address so they don't have one. That sucks. And you can't. You can't send those via text at all. No. See, they need to change that up and make that happen. <laughs> it's, I'm I'm going like 1975 with a f- Manila folder and a pen, driving to where they are. I had to do that for the guy who was selling. You know, it was Black River Falls. <laughs> I had to go there anyway to take pictures of the place. So luckily, he met me that day, and signed everything. But when we had an offer accepted, I had to drive back down there so he could sign the offer in time. That stuff is good. Yeah. Because he had no email. Some of these things are just weird and archaic. Like the other day, I think I mentioned to you at one point with the IRS, they made me fax something in. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know where a fax. How am I going to do yes. this? I mean, yes. really You're places s- that have this still? You're Come sending on. that fax to 1997. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> well, even email a lot of times is there's no, that's the only option we have. And there's still some things that you can't that or some places that won't accept an e-signature <laughs> at all like you have it has to be get wet <laughs> yeah and i'm like are you kidding me and even uh i was really disappointed here in these last couple of years um maybe even longer because they still had them when i first started the notary yeah they used to have that little thing that crimped the paper yeah can't do it anymore because if you scan it oh it doesn't scan show it. up that's why they do the, i it's a stamp now yeah. Because they said when they were going through and scanning, like if they had old records that they had to find at the courthouse and then scan in, they're like, we can't accept this. It's not notarized. And like, yeah, it is. It's right there. You can't see it. So they have to take a pencil or charcoal and like <laughs> over the top of the ripples and then scan it with this scribble on it so you can see that it was oh. notarized. That's why it's a stamper now instead of the crimp. I did not. Yeah, that Be- totally makes sense yeah. now that you say that. Yeah. I just had no clue that that's why I, I said it's, it. I don't accept that as a notarized document. I need the crimp. And then she's like, I got it in a drawer here somewhere. And I was like, well, can you do my copy anyway? Because I like having the tactile feel to it. Tactile is the word I was looking for. But yeah, that's why there's just random things like that that you wouldn't think about. Yeah. Because all the stuff that they have stored at the courthouse, all those public records that are notarized. Yeah, they're all crimped or whatever if those get digitized oh yeah it all goes away they then. either have to restamp it or you have to shade it in because it doesn't pick up the scanner doesn't pick up the depth it's weird yeah but there's all kinds of weird stuff like that ow that'd be good yes, that that's gonna, yes. <laughs> that's gonna be the job of somebody yes just like yeah and it's going to be pencil. a freaking government job. They'll be getting some pension for standing there with a black crayon, <laughs> shading papers in for 20 years of their life. And they'll just be loving it. Bastards. That, 
that job though could you imagine that just day after day yeah because there's a lot of records oh my gosh that'd be a lot i i'm trying to think of who it was i knew somebody maybe that was jen's daughter well in high school when you can do like the mentorship thing i don't even know if it was the mentorship somehow she got set up at the courthouse i don't know if it was clerk of courts whatever like i want to see what you do you know because maybe this yeah. is a career of interest to me <clears throat> and the whole time i don't know i'm sure she had to do something with it but it was some sort of auto scanning something it looked like a paper shredder but you just drop the pages in and then it would scan it and that's all she did like all quarter for like an hour and a half or whatever the class was a day <laughs> it's just feeding this scanner <laughs> that's a way to push somebody in the opposite yes, direction yes right? yes so they really were taking advantage of the free labor right. that they were getting. Just scan this room <laughs> in, into the scanner. And I just thought, oh, God. Like, you think you'd, you know, let them read some files on murders or, you know, something. I think that's what Megan wanted was, yeah. you know, read some of these files to get some dirt on some of these old cold cases or something. And it was, you know somebody's you know court proceedings from a parking ticket they were fighting or something just drop it in the scanner and like they physically have to scan all of that oh my stuff gosh. page I, by page i mean like that's the fastest way to just be like i'm never gonna work in the garden. yeah exactly <laughs> right not, not in the courthouse that's no. for damn sure <laughs> i won't be stuck scanning papers all day long <laughs> It's, it's like you got to mix in a little bit of something interesting, right? Well, you'd think so, but I'll tell you, the few and run-ins is the wrong word. The few times I've had to go to the run-ins with courts, the courthouse, <laughs> there's, there's been a few. <laughs> um, I've had to deal with the clerk of courts, uh, whether it's here or Price County. I gotta say, I didn't get a vibe of like, "Hey, we're having a blast back here." Right. This is the most right. mundane. Almost like I was bothering them, but yet they were already doing nothing. You know, like yeah, like the look on the face. If you ever go to one of these small town gas stations at ten thirty at night, and as you pull up, you see the gas station attendant like had just lit a cigarette, and they're standing outside, and they see you pull in that look on their face. Like oh yeah, that's what I get from the clerk of courts. <laughs> like God damn, I got it. Okay, what? Yeah, <laughs> not that they say that, but. You'd think like having someone come up to the window would be like, "Ooh, this is exciting." They would be in the chit chatty mode. Yes, you know, not the case. <laughs> not, not even close to the case. <clears throat> there is a few people like Miss Jessica Mudgett. Um, I've, I'm always dropping shit off for her. I go through my closets and yeah, <laughs> kitchen. She's and, fun, and she's chit chatting. That's yes, fun to hang out. Yeah, with her. she was a little tipsy at the wine walk that oh, night yeah? too. Yes, Jesus. She just messaged me this morning. Asked if my I must have. And my drunken stupor offered up my trailer because <laughs> they they purchased that place on yeah Urquhart and it was the assisted living place yeah. over there Deer View <clears throat> yes Deer something man yep because yep. they were on Fourth Street yeah because that's where I had dropped stuff off for them before um but they have to move um and she's like is, is your trailer still available and I was like did, when did I offer you my trailer she's like last weekend I was like oh. I suppose it is then. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I might have had too much tequila. <laughs> but uh, no, and there's a few I've had to go into the. What did I have to get? Something from the health department. Oh, they make up these little bags for like the child development days. Oh, okay, I just stop yeah. and pick up a box to bring to the school. 
and they were like, hey, how can we help you or whatever? But not a lot of those offices when you walk by, does it look like there's a lot of fun going on? No. It's very, mon- like there's no Muzak. There's no, it's dead silent. And all you hear is the whirring of like the the radiator clicking when the heat pump comes through. And, and that's it. Yeah. I'd go mad. I would too. I need noise. I can't. If it's too quiet, I can't. No, I okay. need something. At least put like an earbud in. Yeah. <laughs> you won't even have to know. You won't have to hear anything. Just let me have some sort of music. See, that's one of the things that I... I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of earbuds, so I just need ambient music when I'm sitting <laughs> around, which probably drives a lot of people nuts. So luckily at my, my old job, like I had a desk, I, I had an office and yeah. it was situated so I could like blare the music decently loud. But then I went out into the rest of it and it's like, kind of like a morgue because everybody has their earbuds in and it's just quiet. Oh, sure. Silently so looking. When you, you can hear the copy machine across the room over the top <laughs> of everyone, you know, it's quiet in there. It's just crazy the whole earbud thing. Like that—that's one of those crazy changes in the workplace. I think because I remember first going into the office like after college and stuff, and it's like there would always be the debates. Probably those bad debates over like who's going to be able to choose music. Yes, the the station. Yes, that was one at freaking plastics, and the old people bitch. So on, I don't remember if it was the third shift, ladies, or the second shift. But a certain night of the week, they had to have whatever station it was. Maybe I don't remember what station it was, but it was like the it wasn't the John Tesh musical. No, or it wasn't. The, <laughs> I just want to say it was Delilah, but it was Delilah. Wasn't. Is like it was the, good one. The, the, she was on one station, and then the next night it was the cheesy the guy where you can call up and give your uh, your verbal expressions to those. You- so it was like four hours of slow songs while I'm in a dark room looking at plastic buttons for eight hours. Come on. Like, I'm going to fall asleep. Like, I, I, I can't no more listen. Love songs. No, I don't need Islands in the Stream and right. Michael McDonald all night. I need something a little more lively. It was just maddening. But yeah, then there was always like, we're going to, you guys are going to fight. Like, we're taking it away. It was a weekly thing. Because somebody just go like turn their station. He's like, fine, I'm gonna listen to Michael Bolton again. Yes, <laughs> yes, because he does know what let when a man loves a woman. That's Michael Bolton. That... <laughs> I'll buy it. <laughs> oh, but yeah, maddening. But no, I had a pair of earbuds, and I looked around because like, not that my ears are shaped weird, but I'm not a lover of them either. I just, oh, I don't, oh of earbuds. earbuds! I thought you were talking about your ears. I'm no, like, what? <laughs> I can't really see them well enough, but I probably hate them too. But I don't. I don't know. They just they're always falling out. I just I could never find yeah. a decent pair. So I tried a pair, like in the height of COVID, they still had earbuds for you to try. Whatever. You can't oh. catch COVID through your ear. Right? I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> But it was uh they had, came in a little case. It was this whatever it is, skull candy. Yeah, they were really nice. They were the small ones. It had active noise canceling, Bluetooth. You know, all like fancy whatever. And I was like, I'm gonna be an asshole paying this much for earbuds because they were ridiculous to for me anyway. Yeah. Something like that. It, that's ridiculous. And I was like, God damn it, I deserve something yep. nice. So I bought them. Yeah, treat yourself. Yep. I even went on Amazon and got like a $12. It was like a neon green, like a rubber case that goes over the top. So yeah. when you drop it, it doesn't bust open. And it had a little key ring on it. So I put my gym membership card on there. Yeah. And about two weeks later, 
I was like, oh, my earbuds must be in the truck, and I'll grab them tomorrow. And this tells you how often I go to the gym. (laughs) And then, like, two weeks after that, I was in the truck, and I was like, oh, my earbuds must be in the car. Um, And I'll grab them whenever. Because every now and then I'd wear them when I was in the wood shop or just doing something. Because I have a big pair like this that are Bluetooth. Yeah. um, But they get hot after a while. And before you know it, it's like three months later, and I'm like, where the fuck are my earbuds? So either I lost them in there just because then Jen's like, well, just check. Like, isn't there a thing on your phone where you can find? I said the batteries have been dead for two months. <laughs> they're not going to tell me where they are when they're dead. So either I just, I've never lost anything like that, like just flat out lost anything in my life. Yeah. So my guess is they fell out like in the gym parking lot. So I was always going to call Adam yeah. and see if someone's been swiping my gym card. <laughs> So at least they're getting use out of my $40 a month that I haven't gotten since, like, October. Um, or I just flat out lost them. But I actually half excited. I had a dream the other night and woke up laughing like I called and talked to Adam. He's like, oh, yeah, they're just sitting right here. And me being like, why the fuck wouldn't you? You can see my name on the tag. Why wouldn't you call me and tell me they're there? And then he would give me some big long lecture about how I haven't been coming to the gym. And he was waiting for me to come in. And that's my penances thinking that I threw almost $300 down the shitter on earbuds that have been sitting on his desk for six months. But I've like I've torn this room apart in the cracks, in the chair, everywhere that I would have possibly had them. Because I used to wear them yeah. under my helmet. There's a ambient noise mode where it blocks the noise, it still plays music, but if there's like an odd loud noise, it allows you to hear it. Oh, nice. It's the weirdest thing. So I can have, I put them in under my motorcycle helmet Yeah. to drown out the uh of the bike. Right. But then if someone like a buddy of mine honked their horn, it's as clear as day I can hear the honk. Yeah. How it works, I don't know, but I could talk, like someone could call me and I could talk you could hear it right through my helmet. It was nice. They were super because they were really fucking expensive. They're nice. I have a Skull Candy battery pack that I love for like when I go hiking. Oh sure, yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, and it was and they're indestructible. Like, oh, or for that, yes. it's like you can throw it around, plop yeah. it on the ground. That's what my it. my it's big awesome. ones that I have are Skull Candy because I like the little ones so much. And I don't have any idea where they are. <laughs> no clue. And I, I know what's gonna happen. I'll have money again one day, and I'm gonna be like, "Bye." Yep. You know, and, and then, the day they get here, I'll go to put them away right next to the other yep. ones that I oh, haven't yeah. found for six months. And usually, I do that with like Allen wrenches. I have like seven sets of Allen wrenches because I can never find them, so I'll just buy a seven dollar set, go to throw them in the drawer with the other eight that I. Yep. I'm like, Fuck, that's where they are. Okay. That's like, oh, yeah. Tape measures, same thing. I can't find one, and then I'll go buy one. I'll go to put it in the drawer with the other 18 <laughs> tape measures that I have. It's maddening. So that's my earbud story, and it's ridiculous because they were the only ones that had, like, you know, change the tips. You know, there's the different sizes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's perfect. The middle one, I can, like, jump on the trampoline, and they don't fall out. They don't hurt. They're perfect. And, oh, I, lo- and I lost them. I mean, and they were like, on these. I want these. They were like 279 <laughs> bucks. But, and of course, then they were on Black Friday sale. And I was like, no, 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 I'm going to find mine. And then they were like on pre Christmas. And then they were on Overstock after Christmas sale for like two and a quarter. No, 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 I'm going to find mine. 
Oh, there has to be another sale coming up. Like, I'm mo- sure. Not like Memorial Day or something, I'm right? Sure. Columbus Day. Yes. <laughs> Canadian Boxing Day. Some damn thing. I was going to say President's Day, but that passed I th- by, I guess, think, already. Yeah, yeah. I think I was waiting for something in the mail. And I was like, fuck a mailman. And then I was doing something later, and I was like, oh, it's one of those holidays that no one knows is a holiday, but the banks and post offices closed. President's Day. It threw me for yeah, a loop yeah, this year. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was waiting for, I don't know, it was a closing check. Or I had something earnest money check i was waiting for something to come and i was like yeah the mailman's always here by 10 o'clock and it was like two in the afternoon i was just hot (laughs) and i looked at something on my google calendar and it was like president's day and i was like that's why okay (laughs) all right i was gonna leave a nasty gram in my mailbox for the mail lady but yeah i didn't yeah so yeah skull candy the anc indie anc i think yeah it's the indies but the ANC is active noise canceling, and they make one without noise canceling. That's maybe fifty bucks cheaper, but that's what I had. They come in a little case like the yeah. Apple. Then they charge pot. it, right? Yeah, yeah. They the case charges yeah. them. You can plug it in for a little while, but God, it was probably twelve hours per charge, and you could charge them up like six times before you had to plug the case back in. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Now I gotta go grovel to Adam and tell him I need another gym membership tag because it's floating around somewhere on my earbuds unless they're sitting on his desk over there yeah because i wonder if he can see they'd have to be able to see if it's been scanned yeah because oh, you sure. have to scan yeah. the thing because that would be actually quite humorous to me if someone was just using my scan code <laughs> to get into the gym because it's not like they're double dipping because i'm paying for it so <laughs> whatever you got your earbuds and your gym membership yeah all at the same time. dirty bastards and they probably just did it for the gym membership and didn't realize how priceless those That's, earbuds yes. were. It's probably jacked by now. He's been yes. going for like six months. Probably looks like The Rock. Yeah. That's what you have to do. Go around town and figure just out like, find the, who's been using that the membership. The biggest dude on earth and be like, you like them earbuds. Yeah. Just, I'll find him. Oh. So, yeah. That, I, I, I don't know. That's my earbud story. Yeah. I just, I, I love gadgets. <laughs> uh yeah as as you can know oh so i got this like thing for hiking this year because i i uh, or last year i started because i like to do some multi-day trips every once in a while so i i got myself outfitted with this my battery pack but then i have a solar panel oh sure i can bring too is it the like the flower petal one no i've seen that one that foldable one okay i can can, like tie it to my backpack and it can just be like catching rays so it charges your my battery pack so i can plug in my phone gotcha 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 yeah because the battery pack is like four days it'll hold oh sure but it draws i know what you're like the backup battery i have yeah an older cheapy one i don't think that would even charge anything i own because it doesn't the output isn't high enough because yeah. it was an old, you know, four years old maybe. But that's on my list. I have so much shit that backpacks full of stuff. I almost brought one um, today. What the hell is it? Might be at home. It's uh, DJI makes the, the makes the drones. Oh yeah. Um, but it's a uh, you put your smartphone in it, and it's that gimbal. So if you go like this, it's like a steady cam. Oh. Keeps your phone steady. Yeah. But it come that little tripod right there mounts to the bottom of the handle. So you can put your phone in it and you literally touch your phone, point it over here, up here, over there, and up there, and then hit play. And it takes a bunch of pictures and starts where you told it to, 
goes to each one of those spots and then ends. And it can do it as a regular video or as a bunch of pictures. Oh. So if it takes like 10 minutes to get from here to there, it puts it in like a five-second clip. So it looks like the cars are going really fast. Yeah. You ever see those videos of like the yeah. sun setting really yep. fast? That's <laughs> that's how they do that is it's just a time lapse. But there's 50 different things you can do with that gimbal. Like you can be riding on the back of a pickup truck and you just hold it. It's a steady cam for your yeah. smartphone. It's fast, and I was that's like, I, and you I, can attach it to a drone. No, no, they oh. they make that's DJI makes. Oh, okay. that's what most people know them from is the Got drones. It. But they make a steady cam, and then they also make like a GoPro on a stick that is its own steady cam. Uh, but I just wanted to be able to use my phone for. I've used it most of the time for like uh, house walkthroughs. Yeah, where I just walk through because as you're walking, you don't see your steps. Right, doing that and whatever, but it pans, it does whatever, and if you're doing. I've used my phone a few times on that little thing. I remember what the hell it was for. It was something for real estate. But you just touch yourself, and I can get up and walk over by you, and it'll track you. It'll track whatever you whatever's on the screen. If you touch it, it'll like a, a race car, a bird, an airplane. It'll track wherever it goes. The whole it just turns. It's a gadget, and it was like 150 bucks. And I was like, probably could spend that on something else, but I really want that because it's. <laughs> It's a no. it's a useless little gadget, and I use it all the time. I'd set it up on the, we went to Florida last year. I just set it on the sand, go all the way as far as it would go this way, and tell it to go all the way as far as it could go that way, and it would take like forty five minutes, and it would just take a picture, 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 and it would be like a thirty second clip, and you just see the clouds going by and the waves. Oh, cool! Yeah, you just set it down in the sand next to me. <laughs> yeah, that's worth it. Yeah, it I is. Would take it. You should get one. I know. You should get two. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not two, but come on, one for sure. But yeah, it was uh, it was a good purchase. But I have little stuff like that all over the place. Unfortunately, I've run out of little stuff. <laughs> now no. all the stuff that I want is like I really I'm along with doing my brokers class stuff. I'm also in the midst of studying for the commercial drone license because in order to take drone pictures for real estate. Since it's commercial use, you have to have a license. Really? Yeah. That seems... If you do it for personal use, you fly it all over the world if you want. If you're doing it for commercial, you have to have... It's just a way for the state to make money. And the test is essentially like a pilot's test. Like you have to know the airspace is around an airport and the heights and all this aeronautical shit. And then you apply, you take the test, pay for the test, pay for the class, pay for the light, the application... And then you pay for the license when you get it. And then you have to do continuing education every two years. What? For a commercial drone license. It's maybe a couple hundred bucks, but it's like 80 bucks a pop to take the test. And it's apparently ridiculously hard. Really? Oh, man. Yeah, because I want to do like the aerial, get a lake house, get the drone shots and whatever. But I really want to get a drone, but they're 1200 bucks. <laughs> See, that just makes no sense to me. If like people don't need it for their own personal use, like why do you need it for commercial? Because you're, I'm making money off of it. Stay, it's the state. Yeah, they're they just going want their to cut. Yeah, yeah. At one time, you used to have to go and get a ten dollar driftwood collector's permit. Yeah. <clears throat> There's a frog and turtle license in Wisconsin. For Christ's sakes, there is. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there is. <clears throat> just because they can. Because yeah. not only can they fine you if they catch you and you don't have one, but then you would have to pay the license in order to go 
frog hunting, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> that just seems crazy, especially with the frog piece. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because yeah. there's like a bag limit. <laughs> yeah. How many frogs can you collect? Because you need a lot of frogs to have some Unless frog it's some big so. freaking bullfrogs. I, yeah. I don't know. It just, it, it was very frustrating to me because like it's, it's called the part 107 is the like private commercial pilot's license for an unmanned aircraft pilot license yeah and it's all like the book is this thick that you have to study but it's like air airspace like class a b c d e like how high each one goes how far out from the airport it goes you don't need to know that for everybody that's just but i have to know that to pass the test to get my (laughs) commercial license it's maddening. So between that, my normal day-to-day, all my hobbies, and taking those mindless broker classes, now it's you're like filling your mind with more a useless room full of wet mice up here. It's <laughs> yeah. just it's just all over the place. That's why I was like, "What time was I supposed to meet you today?" <laughs> because I can't remember. And then I had swore to God I had to drive to Milan this afternoon for a showing. And for at some point yesterday, when I scheduled it, I actually put it in Google Calendar. It's tomorrow. Because <laughs> I was like, how am I going to get kids from school? i got to be in Milan at 3. Nope. I actually did what I should and put it in my calendar. You need a real personal aircraft gift from there to here. Yeah. A little bit faster, I not rem- just a drone. <laughs> I remember one. my old man used to have outdoor life when I was yeah. a kid. And in the back, they always had those ads for like the two-wheel motorcycle like the off the woods motorcycle where it had two it was two-wheel drive yeah and they had the you could buy the plans for a do-it-yourself pedal helicopter (laughs) it was like pvc and bike chain and whatever and i always really really wanted to get the plan because he was a uh, carpenter jesus christ go through all the trades he's an electrician so he always had pvc yeah. Like, let me try to build this helicopter. I, even if I get four feet off the ground, I don't. It's not like I'm going to Crandon. That'd be know? a big win getting four feet off the yes, ground. Yes, it like... would be on a homemade pedal helicopter. Yes. Nope. Never. Uh, never got to. Uh, never got to try that out. So that's now the next hobby. You have to start building this helicopter. I'll have my. Oh no, that's unmanned. I was going to say yeah. I'll have my pilot's license. Oh, then you need <clears> to get a new <throat> license for your PVC bike chain helicopter. <laughs> yeah. Because it would be a manned aircraft. It's super <laughs> legit. Although I will say one of my dad's buddies was a welder by trade, I think. Some sort of mechanic, machinery, handy guy. And he bought, I thought he said from like, as the old people say, the Sears and Robux, yeah. a kit helicopter. A two-man. Like a real legit yeah. helicopter. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm picturing it to be the one from Jaws two, where it's a little glass bubble. Yeah, and then like that's what I was saying. I was thinking like mash. Yes, this little like metal scaffolding tail coming out the back. Yeah, and apparently he like would give friends like flights over town. Like it just all comes in a box from the Sears and Robot. Yeah, and you put it. It was some sort of mail order. You assemble helicopter. I would, oh my gosh, I just would not be able to even trust myself. I would be the one, I would go on like the eighth flight. Yeah. Because the first one, no. No way. And then once you get past 10, something's going to break on it. Right. So give me like six, seven, eight, you know, and maybe like 
two stories off the ground. Yeah. That I'm good. I don't need to. I don't need to plummet to my death no, from no, a handmade or a no, homemade helicopter. It's a freaking erector set or whatever it's made out of. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. Maybe that's what happened to the Sears and Roebuck. <laughs> Some horrible lawsuit from a yeah. <laughs> mail order helicopter. But they did have one of the guys from a group I'm in for, like you might be from Price County if whatever. Um, there's a couple of them still standing in Phillips that were mail order houses. Yep. From Sears. Like yeah. They had they did everything. Yep. Their O's are all over the place. I yeah. would know when he had a picture one, I was like, yep, yep, yep. I've seen those before. Yeah. And I couldn't describe it to you now because it was more than five minutes ago. Yeah. But if you saw one, you would like, all look the same. They're There's mostly like two like or three models. Bungalow type yep. of homes. Yep. A lot of the time. Oh, God, See, the useless information, history stuff coming history. back. History. Yeah. History. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll give you my thorough list of gadgets that you should have. Yeah, <laughs> because I have so many. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, I'm talked out. <laughs> I thought it was all about gadgets today. That could be a whole th- whole series. I to talk about gadgets. I could talk for a whole episode just on one gadget. Yeah, that's, that's how terrible it is because I don't have anybody to talk to. <laughs> and I lost my train of thought. I was I, know, I wasn't what? doing that for effect. <laughs> um, because I feel that if I'm talking to someone about something specific, it might not even be something that interesting to me. But like, can you believe that this thing, like the, these new drones, like with the wireless, you know, whatever? Because you just some of them have the screen built in. Otherwise, you use your phone as the camera so you can see where you're flying. Yeah, ten kilometer range. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, that blows my mind. Yeah. It, and when it's folded up, it's the size of my hand. Like really? they, the, they They get that. That's how big they are. This is the body of it right here. The wings and everything fold in the propellers, and that it's it's thicker, but it's this big. That's And it can just whoosh, 10 kilometers. The rule is you can't fly it out of eyesight. Yeah. Wink, but, wink. Yeah. But that's, that's 10 kilometers is the max. And if it loses connection with the remote <clears throat> before you take off, it like this is my home. So it when you fly it wherever, it loses connection through GPS. It remembers where home is, so it goes up to a certain altitude, comes over and goes straight down, so that it doesn't hit anything along the way. It goes up to like whatever its max height is, five hundred feet, six hundred feet, goes straight over to that spot and then straight down. That's crazy. Yeah, like, I I don't yeah. understand. That. And there's little sensors on all sides, so you can run it full bore right into the side of a barn, and it gets within like four or five feet, and it'll stop and like just go along looking. And then when you get to the end of the barn, it'll keep going. Like it won't hit. It's anti-collision. Yeah. Stuff. Like a little sonar almost. <laughs> so you can purposefully try to crash it into something, and it won't. That's insane. Yeah. And it's the size of my phone. Yeah. <laughs> And so why haven't they figured out how to do that for vehicles? <laughs> oh, God. Because people here in this town, to this day, that turn left in the roundabout. Yeah. Left in the roundabout. <laughs> so self-driving, oh, God. Nope. People would still be trying to fight the self-driving mechanism in there. Yeah, I could see myself doing that. I, w- I don't know <laughs> if I'd be able to. I've seen people, like, sleeping in their Teslas. No way. 
I, I, I just couldn't do it. Did you imagine how peaceful you'd go, though? Yeah. <laughs> like, if I'm going to get in an accident in it, you better be going 90 into a brick wall. Like, I don't want to wake up no. as I'm crashing into, like, a guardrail. No. Like, I just want to wake up in, like, cloud land. Yeah. <laughs> just done. <laughs> done. Because yeah, I have those safety precautions that they put on cars. I hate those lane departure stuff or those collision <laughs> warning. I'm always like, something goes off in the car. There's mm-hmm. a bell, and I'm just I just start looking around. Am I like, out what? of fuel, or did <laughs> I get a flat tire? Yeah. What's the? No, Megan and our other agent before she moved to Eau Claire had just got a brand new Equinox with all that fancy shit, and uh, I don't remember where we're going out on queue. I think. And pull out, and this guy in front of me, just beat up old truck. There's, like, gravel falling out of the back. She's like, can you pass him, please, before my new vehicle, you know, loses a windshield. So I went to pass, and it was like, nope. And I was like, yeah, come on. Like, it try- was trying to keep me. Oh, really? Because it was the lane. You know, if you yeah. veer, it, it, it pulls you back in. And it wasn't fighting me. It just took me by surprise because it thought I was wandering out of the lane <laughs> instead of me actually passing. So it was just enough for me to be like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. And she's like, oh, it does that. And I was like, I don't like that at all. No. <laughs> no. So no. then when I went to go back in, it tried to keep me in the other lane just for a second because it must sense the lines. Yeah. And I was like, nope, come on. Over we go. That's crazy. And not enough to cause an accident, but an odd amount of tension when you're not expecting it on the steering wheel. You just right. you go in the other lane. That's yeah. what you do. And when it fights you. It's like Kit from Knight Rider. Right. Like, no, you bastard. I'm I'm trying to go that way. Yeah. It's very bizarre. Yeah. And I don't like it. That's why I like my old truck, my old car. I don't even have anti-lock brakes on the truck. It's just, I'm going to slide to my death if that's yes. going to happen that way. That's just how it is. Well, it's just ridiculous to have a vehicle trying to fight you over it. Because when it does that, then it's like, what am I... I always have this thing like, am I doing something wrong? Am I going to drive to my death because <laughs> the car is telling me that I'm doing something wrong? Yeah, like the people who, when GPS first came out, they followed them to a T and like drove into lakes and right. stuff. Oh, God. But no, it would, because you could set the distance, and I turned it way down to nothing, but you could set the distance uh, like the adaptive cruise control. Yeah. So if you get up behind a car, it would slow you down. So that you yeah, don't come match, up on but, them. Yeah. But it would also do that in town. So like you're you're going forty five on highway Q and they start slowing down and then it would automatically start slowing me down. I'm like, no no, I I have like I have a hundred feet. Now. <laughs> yes, because I'm going slow. So there's no it was more of the crash avoidance at that time versus cause the cruise wasn't on. Yeah. It was just slowing me down thinking that so then I looked and it was set to like the max whatever the distance was. So I turned it way down so you can snuggle right up on their bumper. Yeah. But it's just, it, I've never, it's just all the belt. It was like a 2020 or 2021. Yeah. My, my cars aren't that smart. My car's an 06 <laughs> and my truck's an 05. Yeah. So I have none of that. The only thing I have is that stupid backup alarm that doesn't work anyway. It just beeps all the time. Really? Because one of the sensors on the car bumper fell in the bumper. <laughs> So when I'm backing up, it's screaming at me thinking I just ran over a kid on the passenger side because it's inside the bumper. Maddening. Yeah. But yet I love gadgets, and I hate all the crap they're putting on cars now. Yeah, the car stuff I think is just overboard. It's too much. I just want to drive. Yes, yes. and my, cars, my car is actually even a manual transmission, too. And I don't know if there's many people who, to this day, under the age of 25, that 
aren't like on a farm or drive truck professionally that know how to drive a stick. Yeah. We always had a manual before. That's a lost art. I was yeah. my dad told me I was going to learn how to drive a stick. Yeah. He said then you can drive a stick, you can drive anything. Yep. If you had to. I'm not saying you have to drive truck or whatever, but you can drive a tractor, you can drive a motorcycle, you can drive a dump truck. It's all the same. Yeah. There's a clutch, there's a gas, and there's a shifter. That's it. <sighs> I need a nap. <laughs> hey, look at that. Look what time it is. What time Dude, is it? Oh, it is. Poof. Oh, my gosh. See? See how easy it that was? It did go fast. Yeah. That's an hour and... And we're just about to hit hour and 42 minutes. And it doesn't seem that long, does no. it? I feel like a midget because my feet don't hit the <laughs> my feet aren't hitting the floor. <laughs> That's why I can flop my nose sometimes. <laughs> well, most like... you can put your, your feet out. Oh. Just don't do it now because we have to go. Oh, okay. But, well, thanks for stopping <laughs> in, sir. Yeah, thanks. Come back again. Me. Yes. Okay. Sure. To- bye. Bye. Oh, I just interrupted you. <laughs> okay, bye. Now, what shall we talk about? Thank you.